Hi, I'm Christina. For too many years, I spent my life hiding who I truly was, dimming my light and quieting my voice. When I finally let go of that story, I found that I was a healer, a siren, and a connector. This newfound freedom has brought joy and blessings into my life beyond anything I could have imagined. And I know it is just the beginning. The Voices Awakened podcast is a show dedicated to sharing stories of courage, love, and persistence that led people to their true voice and their life's purpose. My desire is to be a platform for these voices and that their stories may encourage you to take the path to awaken your own powerful voice. And it's just the beginning, just the beginning, what feels like an ending is just the beginning, and all the world will open up to you like a flower, when you find your peace and step into your power, it's just the beginning, it's just Today's guest needs no introduction, but in case you have been living in seclusion for the last some odd 20 years, let me introduce the iconic Kelly Rutherford. Kelly was born in Kentucky and grew up in California where she began her acting career. Best known for her roles on Melrose Place and then of course her role as Lily Vanderwoodson in Gossip Girl from 2007 to 2012. She is an activist for women and the environment a mother, an artist, and an all-around incredible human being. Mm. It is my pleasure to welcome my friend, Kelly Rutherford. Thank you. Well, we're always talking anyway. We may as well (laughs) do this. I record it. I'm so happy to have you on here because you have been an inspiration to me on my path to self-discovery. And I know that you are an inspiration to so many people. Mm, thank you. Well, we've known each other so long. Yes, we so have. So long since my probably like 13, 14, well, no, probably like 10 years, 10 or 11 years, yeah, yeah which is yeah, a long time. It's a long time. Thank you for having me. And I was wondering if you might start by talking to us about your beginnings, like where you grew up or mm. how you grew up and what it was like. Mm. Well, I was born in Kentucky, in a very small town in Kentucky, and my parents were in college together at the University of Tennessee, so they met and had me rather quickly. And um, so, yeah, we were in Kentucky, but then we we moved so much. I lived there, I was only, I think, six months old when we moved, and then we moved around a lot when I was a kid. my ancestors are a lot of explorers, and mm. I feel that energy now in my life, like this sort of explorer energy and wanting to sort of keep moving, you know, keep going and right. keep moving. Um, so, yeah, and I grew, I, had, I grew up partly in California. Okay. And then New York a little bit. I studied acting in New York, and mm-hmm. then, you know, I went to high school in California, which was beautiful. It was really, really nice. Um yeah, so, I mean, my growing up was was really, it was interesting. I went to a lot of different schools, and I think it helped me so much adapt and judge less. Like, I look back now, and, mm. and 
you know, I was caught up like every kid in the dramas of school a little bit, you know, and the friends and the this right. and that and the boys and the, you know, love and yeah. everything. But it also made me an observer mm. more than I think I would have been if I had maybe grown up in the same place and stayed in the same place. Right. And a lot more compassionate for different people. And I really very quickly realized, okay, these are the cool people. These are the people that are kind of the artists. These are the sort of jocks, the people that are, you know, more sporty. And, right. you know, all these different, how we categorize people interesting. Was, was really interesting to me. And I think a lot of that was what was developing in me as an actress or somebody who, who was able to see people and their characters and why we make the choices we make. Right. And, and finding it fascinating. That's amazing that you, at a young age, were already contemplating those things. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I guess that, yeah, definitely um, developing to become an amazing actor. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun to, to, to see why we do what we do. Did you, so when you were growing up, was there any things that happened to you in your life that you think really impacted you young? Or was it, other than moving around, was there anything else that... I mean, how did you feel with friends? Was there anything socially or life incidences or things that occurred? Yeah, well, I think a lot starts at home, you know, with mm -hmm. our parents as much as it does anywhere else, you know. And, and I had very, you know, very nice grandparents, you know, but they had their own dynamic, you know, as couples probably did in their generation. Mm -hmm. And then my mother was, was sort of of a different generation where it was more freedom and you know, where there was sort of this idea of being a feminist and and um, even though you weren't quite a feminist because you still saw this sort of old idea of how things were supposed to be and so I saw my mom going through, through that really interesting time of mm. being independent and being a woman and being a single mother and or, and or going through a divorce during a time when, you know, there were certain ideals to live up to and, mm. and standards and things and, and kind of wanting the old traditional thing but then having this new freedom and this new idea and what that meant mm -hmm. and figuring out how to um, to balance it. So there was a lot of, you know, that growing up. Like, mm -hmm. okay, watching all the dynamics play out, watching my grandmother and how she dealt with my grandfather and, yeah. and being a woman during her, her time mm -hmm. and then my mother during her time and, um, yeah. and then trying to decide who, you, who I was going to be in sure. my time and... and, and so it was, it was, I mean, that I remember a lot being a sort of dynamic, um, but also just figuring out who you want to be through example of, of at home, but then also at school and like not really fitting into any real specific group yes. as they kind of were at school. I just felt half the time I'd just go to the library with these girls that were kind of didn't fit in because I just mm -hmm. felt like I wasn't really I didn't I mean by all appearances I fit, fit in oh yeah but sort of internally I think we all have that a little bit you know like we don't fit in so or at least I did and figuring out who I was and um you know my mother really was encouraging of being an individual and being yourself and having your own mind and and but also being very respectful mm -hmm. uh at the same time you know 
because she's you know, from the South. It was very, right. Right. Know, yes, ma'am, no, sir, you know, like that kind of thing. Right. Yes, sir, no, sir. But I see that you, you post things with your yeah. mom. You guys yeah. are still close. Very I think close. it's wonderful. Yeah. And it's, it's important to have a strong mother. Yeah. And you I, know. you know, I mean, I went through a tough time. I went through like a tough time with my mom too. You know, you go through times with your parents where you're differentiating who you are from who they are. Right. And, and that's, you know, it can be challenging in relation because there's, there's blame, you know, why weren't you this type of mother or that type of mother when, you know, Jane has that kind of mom or, right. you know, whatever right. has that kind of mom <laughs> or life or whatever. So, mm. but I think it's natural as you get older, you realize that's just natural, you know, right. that you're, you're comparing, you're, you know, figuring out what's what. And yeah. you re, it's not until later you realize all necessarily the blessings that were there for you. Right. Not always until later. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Can relate to that totally. Yeah. yeah. Have had that relationship with my mother as yeah. well. I went through a few years where I didn't even speak with her. Sure. You know, and needed to process things. Yeah. And now we've said what needed to be said. I'm a mother, so I understand her better. Mm -hmm. I've accepted. I won't even say the word forgive because it's not about forgiveness. I've accepted what's happened and understand it, yeah. you know, what happened, what's happening, and I see myself and all of my strengths and weaknesses, and it's changed everything or transformed our relationship now. Yeah. It's, it's, well, it's it comes not, down to love, you know, yeah, I think our mothers, if totally. we look at what it's like to be a mother and the mistakes that we make and the, the fears that we have and the, alert, you know, figuring it out as we go, we realize, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. my mom was 19 when she had me, like, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I did really figuring it all out at that age. Oh and my I'm goodness. surprised she, I mean, she did. An, right. Now I look at her and I just go, whoa, you did an incredible job considering Absolutely. where you come from and, and your, your, the age that you had me. And, and so, you know, you have a lot more love and respect, which, all, you know, you come back, circle back and have so much more compassion and love for your, your right. mother. You right. know, when you realize all you have to do is give birth to a child, particularly yeah. naturally, and you yeah. realize, oh, oh my gosh, girl, <laughs> <That's intense. laughs> all is forgiven. Yeah, I don't it's know. All good. You know, whatever you had to do, you do. And you yeah. know, we all do what we have to do to survive. You know, we Absolutely. really do. And if you look at the circumstances in which your parents and their parents and their, but you know, were what they were given to deal with in this world, yeah. you know, some great things, but also challenges. It, it made them who they were. And so if you can see it, sort of step back and see that picture, it helps to have compassion, really. Well, with my mom, it was interesting because I, I had a flash moment where I realized, where I reframed her and everything she did as love mm -hmm. because I had this idea of who she was. You know, I had names in my mind of her that weren't sure. nice. And then when everything she did, all of a sudden I said, okay, I'm going to choose to see that that comes from love everything shifted in our relationship and appreciation yeah I mean the minute I started just sure on, just only really talking about and it, I think most things come back to this whether it's with your yeah. anyone in your your life whether it's your mother your your children your, your co-workers your primary relationship with your partner in life it's it's really comes down and, and one of the biggest lessons I've learned is 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 appreciation and focusing on what is good. What did my mother do that was good? Because yes. I am so thankful that she 
is my mother in this lifetime and did so many good things. Instead of, mm -hmm. you know, when you're a kid, you focus on like what they did wrong or what they're not oh, yeah. giving you or, you know, because there's a level of discipline there. They have to, you know. Yeah. So it's nice, to, you know, when you get older to really tell them. Yeah. And if you, the, the, the younger we can learn to appreciate, look for the things, it expands that. Obviously, it makes that all the, the more expansive, the more you appreciate it. Absolutely. Nurture that. You look for the blessings and the magic, and all of a sudden you see blessings there and magic is, everywhere. Isn't that a funny thing? Yeah. I know. It's kind of fascinating. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we knew it when we were three and four, like with right. our little magic wands running around, you know. Yeah. We knew it then. Yeah, yeah. The I process know. of remembering I again. Know. I know, I know. So can you tell us a little about your trip to New York, going to school in New York, the whole process of deciding to be an actor and how you came to that idea. You've touched a little bit about it because your upbringing obviously yeah. had great influences on that already. But how was that experience hmm. coming here? How old were you when you came to New York? When I, well, I came when I, I first was in New York when I was 14. I was modeling for Eileen Ford. So I oh. we just came for the summer to model. Mm -hmm. And then I came back. I went finished high school. I think I graduated when I was 17. Then I came back to New York and I studied acting and I was here for 18 months, almost two years. I was really homesick. I missed home. It was mm. tough, you know, to be on my own and that young. And and so, you know, I did commercials, I did a little modeling, I did a little bit of acting, you know, I kind of did a soap, little bits on soaps. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I had an acting teacher that said, you know, you're young and a woman, you should go back and start working really seriously rather than studying and maybe focus on doing theater or something else. In other words, go get in, you know, go get things going. Okay. Get a series, go work, because you can always come back and do theater right. later, and you'll right. have more to sort of bring to it then. Um, and of course, I never came back to do theater. I just kept working. I was like, yeah. "This is fun," and just so got too much work. Well, it's good. <laughs> well, I mean, and I have friends that do a lot of theater, and I hear it's incredible. I haven't done it yet, but um, yeah. So it was just, and I grew up wanting. I was just creative. My my mom was creative. I was around, you know, creative people, and that's how it was expressed. I guess I could have gone sort of the more typical route and gone to college and studied law or studied journalism. Those were, th I was definitely, I was interested in journalism a little bit. Mm -hmm. That was one thing, like international journalism, why, in cultures and why different cultures cultivate different things based on where they are or traditions. That has always been fascinating to me. So, still is. <laughs> um, and why we don't take what other people are doing so well and, uh, and apply it to our own things, you know, right. like even politically, you know, or environmentally, or educate, you know, in terms of education or health or all of that, you know, to sort of study what everyone's doing that's working right. and incorporate it. So that was always really fascinating. Still yeah. is. And actually, did you find that you, you had, I mean, the whole process of auditioning, that all, mm. like, seems so scary to me. Yeah. Like, the whole, the rejection of it, I guess. Yes. You know, you're, you're, uh, my understanding, I'm not an actor, so I don't know, yeah. but is that you, you face a lot of rejection before you face acceptance. So, yeah. were you equipped for that? How did you, it sounds like you really managed it well. No, I mean, I, I, I think in the beginning it's, it's hard because it's, it, it's like public speaking or mm -hmm. anything. It's new, and you're in front of a crowd. You're going to feel nervous and awkward, and 
you know, you're, you're going to think you didn't do well or you did do well. And it's all a process of, you know, I, I find that everything is just reframing, mm. right? So you reframe it. Mm-hmm. And I would, so how do I reframe this for myself? If it's anything in your life that you're sort of uncomfortable with or how do I reframe it in a way that makes it fun? Or I would give myself rewards after I auditioned. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go for some frozen <laughs> yogurt with some whatever now. I would give mm-hmm. myself little, or, or I'm going to go get myself a new cute T-shirt, whatever. I would just reframe it in a way that was making it fun versus right. making it work. Because that part was the work, but once I was doing it, I had so much fun. So it was like, how do you get to the part where the fun part happens? Mm. And a lot of that was, okay, the auditioning and the this and the dealing with the business. And I had a really great acting coach named Jocelyn Jones. Still love her. She's amazing. Um, And she really was about the business. How do you, it's a business. And treating it like a business. So you're an artist, yes, mm-hmm. but you're. This is also a business you're dealing with. You have to interact with people. You have to show up on time, right? You know, hit your mark, say your line, and give more than the the next person. Give ten percent more right. than what you you know, and and being accountable and handling your life. So that helped me too because it went from being a personal thing to a business thing. Mm. So reframing it to be, mm-hmm. okay, I'm, this is also, a, I'm a business person. This isn't just about, it is, a, it, you can be that way as an artist, as a painter. You also have to see it. There's a part of you that has to go, okay, this is also a business. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you choose to go down that path and you, you, you can be accountable in those ways. So she helped a lot with that. And I love that. I love. I love what I'm. What I'm hearing specifically. The first part of what you were saying about reframing it to be joyful. To That's work what I'm for hearing, you. you know, to work to, for yeah, you. To yeah. find the joy. So much. You know, I've worked through that a lot. Um, so much of the striving or doing things, and then like, so when is the joy coming? You know what I mean? Like when? Yeah. So I want to get there so that I can be joyful rather than. Being joyful, like you know what I mean, like and, and having fun. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot yeah. of it too. I believe is is reframing it in a way that I, I would start going in the room and think, do I want to work with these people? Mm, I love that. Do I like their yes. energy? Do I like yes. what I'm doing? Just being present enough to say, who are these people too? Mm-hmm. You know, for that moment that I'm in the room and feeling their energy and what that's about. So it's we're choosing all day long. And mm-hmm. so it's empowering yourself to, and I, like you just said, which is so great, is how do I make this joyful through the whole process? And that is reframing it so that you are empowered mm-hmm. and that you are having a good time. So right. I'm having a better time if I walk in and say, you know what, I'm going to do this exactly how I want to do it. I'm going to have a good time. I'm either right for this person or no, I'm not right for this person right. in terms of the work or right for right. this role, I should say. Right. Or even you could say personally, you go on a date, whatever. It's still an odd, right? People see dates as auditions these days. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. So <laughs> it's no different than whether you go on a date and you're nervous or you get up in public speak and you're nervous or you're going for a job interview or whatever it is, whatever that new thing is, mm-hmm. you know, what is, what experience do I want to have here? And how right. do I empower myself? Because really, and, and I think it was George Clooney, I was working with him on a pilot and he had said something to the effect of, they want to know you're confident enough to do this. Yeah. So if Absolutely. you walk in confident of saying, yeah, 
I know, I, I mean, I can do this versus walking in going, do you like what I just did? Is it okay? Totally. Is a very different approach to everything, it, whether it's a job, any type of job interview, any yes. type of relationship, any to anything you're going into, it's, it's a much better thing to show up and say, not only can I do this job, but I could run the studio. Right. I, I, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a badass. In fact, I have to tell you, when I was thinking about doing your intro, I, I was, I was uh. going to, instead of, I don't know what I said, I think I said that she's an incredible human being, but I actually had written down, and she's a badass. Oh, <laughs> I know, I was going to say. badass. Well, sometimes. you are such a badass. Oh. I love it. I, I mean, so yes, sweet. you are such a badass. Thank you. I love it. Um, so, that's amazing. And the other piece of what you said, which I really appreciated that there is that piece of you need to show up and do things. And what I heard is have the discipline to kind of back up what you're doing. So this idea, you know, a lot of what I, what I see a lot of times um, in the whole idea of manifesting things in your life is this idea that you can just kind of sit in your room and say, I want this and just stay there and do nothing. Mm. And, and, um, you know, and that's it. And I don't know, maybe that could happen. I'm not saying it couldn't, but following the breadcrumbs and doing the next right thing. And sometimes mm. those next right things aren't necessarily things you're going to love doing, but you know, they're the right thing. Right. Uh, if that makes any sense. That's yes. what I was hearing from what well, you were saying. You had an again, amazing it's, coach it's, telling you that. It's making, it's, it's how do I make this fun for myself, yeah. right? So let's, and what will happen is by making it fun for yourself, you'll attract the next right thing. Yeah. So even if you're in a job right now that you don't love or you're mm. going to an audition and you're nervous or a new job interview or a date or let's, you know, all these situations where we get butterflies in our hands and we're like, ah, mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing or I don't um, is, you know, how do I make this fun and and reframe it in a way that I'm comfortable? So if you're mm. going on a date or you're doing, you reframe it in a way that says, you know, how would this, this would be comfortable if I just saw this person as a human being and a mm -hmm. friend? This isn't a date. This is just meeting someone new. Do I like them? What's going on physically when I meet this person? Mm -hmm. Do I feel comfortable? Do, you know, listening to our bodies and being, a lot of the time we step out of ourselves. Yes. We step literally. Well, we I were mean, talking we're about not the, even we ourselves. give away our power. We go in we a room saying, and we, you know, yeah. yeah. Instead of just really saying, how can I be the most centered and grounded, and yeah. how do I get there to mm. make this fun? And so, whether it was auditioning, it would be like, I'm going to go in and have a good time. Right. If I get yeah. it, great. Yeah. If I don't, I, I'm going to learn something. Either way, I'm going to go have a good experience for myself. And I think it's the same with everything. You go to have a good experience for yourself. Yes. And enjoy it. I mean, you're obviously open and receptive to the other people in the room and you're, you know, you're workable and you're professional and all of these things. Mm -hmm. You're also going into it saying, I'm going to have a good time with this. Right. Because yes. It's, because really, this is fun. This isn't, this is acting. <laughs> Yeah, well, right. If, yeah, that's a really good way this to reframe act, it because you're like, it's like acting. Okay. This is not supposed to be so painful. But it's there, acting. There is a point, too, where allowing things to happen because there's, you know, I love writing affirmations and love um, this idea of creating it, right? So you're creating it because it also gives you confidence. So the more you write that, you know, when you're particularly you're starting out, I'm a working actress. I love I mm -hmm. love what I do. I'm working with really wonderful people in every aspect of your life, whether it's your work, mm. your relationships, again, your family, my children are healthy, happy, holy, divinely guided, protected. Whatever these things right. are, 
it's it helps too when you go in the room or you are out walking the more specific we can be in the i am perfect whole and complete and it does regardless of anything else yeah. nothing needs to happen in my day right. that's just the, the truth right so going from there you know to even do a meditation where you have everything you have the success already you have the money you have the love you have everything yeah. is a really interesting meditation mm. because like you said yes you can't just sit in a room maybe maybe and who meditate knows and say, oh, it's <laughs> yeah. going to come knocking on my door which is totally possible it is mm -hmm. it, and yet at the same time what helps is to to visualize to create through your imagination mm -hmm. through your feeling body all yeah. of that I, I absolutely you know when i started realizing that i needed to change it actually was i, You're I made perfect. this yes oh i love you well, you I'm, are perfect you know what it was i wanted to be more joyful yes. and so i saw things that i wanted to do that gave me joy ah i love it yeah okay. i'm reframing <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> really true. you know and uh was i made this decision that i was going to get up every morning at 6 a.m. and listen to this visualization meditation oh, nice. that took me through um, parts of my life and didn't tell me what they were going to look like. It was almost mm -hmm. like my own private video game. And I started doing it every morning. I love getting up and I love the ritual of having my cup of coffee ready for me and like sitting with a candle. But it was so fascinating because it speaks to what you're talking about, I think, to an extent, because I... I remember beginning it, the ideas that I had, and then as I did it each morning, they expanded mm -hmm. and they shifted. And then what was possible became bigger got and bigger, bigger and yeah. bigger. And then magical stuff just started happening mm -hmm. because it was, it's, I mean, it's exactly what you, you were Because you were taking about. time for yourself. Because I, yeah, I was taking the time and allowing. I get busy, and I, this is so good. I'm so glad you're saying this today <laughs> because I can tend to just get busy. Mm -hmm. I right? think everyone can. <laughs> and, and go, 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 and think that that is being productive when we can be just as productive doing what you're saying. And I think the part of it, of sitting at home and, and having it arrive or show up, is the part that you just mentioned, which is the ritual. You know, if you're centered, you're visualizing, you're expanding your ideas of what's possible, um, you're focused on what brings you joy. I mean, certainly, if you go into any room with that energy, right. you're going to have a lot more to offer, and people are going to feel it. So I think part of it is doing that work, the inner work at home, yeah. of filling your, your, you know, nurturing yourself with all of that good stuff. And the more we take the time for ourselves, I mean, I don't even take the time to brush my hair half the time. So oh, yeah, I don't brush know, my hair either. Right? Like, oh, and my husband's always like, women "Don't women so brush their hair?" <laughs> How do they get anything done? Oh my God, really? so funny. No, but I've always been like that, Tom, you know, running oh, yeah. around, you know, just I'm the same. playing, whatever. Yeah. But, but two, to develop these other sides of ourselves, because I think of that too. And it, a lot of it's what we were talking about earlier, about growing up and being like, well, you're going to like me anyway, whether I brush my hair, I don't brush my hair. Right. And right. it's a defensive thing when you, you grow up and want people to like you for you. Yes. Like, okay, I don't have to be this or that according to what society says I have to be. Like we were talking about, you know, well, smile, you're this or that. Yeah. But really, it's about 
the empowerment of ourselves and to be the most beautiful we can be. And when women are in their power, yes, the whole world is in a better place, right? Yes. We're talking about men are really good with like the action stuff and women are really good with the, with the creating the joy. And the reason they, people want us smiling, whether it's our children, our family, a husband or whatever, yes, okay, we could see it as sexist and like, okay, I don't wanna have to smile all day for everyone or be right. on. But it's also a symbol of when mama's happy, we're all happy. Right. And when mama's centered and in her power and joyful and loving herself, you know, feeling good, feeling whatever it is, whether it's sexy or just content or beautiful or well, mm -hmm. over, overall wellness, yeah. our divine energy, that feminine, beautiful, loving, nurturing, divine energy where we can, we're not afraid to ask yeah. in a very loving way for the things we need and want. And this is, it's, it's part of that. It's taking the time, and I certainly could do more of this, taking more time to be in that space. Um, that's mm. the space where things get done, even yeah. with less running around. Yes. So with l more manifestation power, you know, it's like the more we are in our, when we're centered and powered and we take the time to do what you're talking about, which is light the candle, mm. have the cup of tea, get quiet, go within, you know, let our hair down, right. allow uh. ourselves to just not have to be everything for everyone, but be, be what we need to be for ourselves. Then we have something to offer. You know, Absolutely. Then we really have something to offer, and I, you know, certainly could develop more of those things and think about developing more of that time right. for for that. We all, I mean, goodness, we all can. It's 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 like I think of it as like kind of building a muscle. It's my it's my muscle, you know, yeah. like a bodybuilder, you know, and. Um, it's interesting because recently my husband has seen this and I'm actually really happy because we've had a few times where we needed something really fast and and it was kind of seemed like impossible. Right. And, and he became your superhero. And well, <laughs> yes, he's always <laughs> my is. superhero. He but is, you, he, he used is. his superhero powers. He he did. And but what was the beautiful thing of the masculine and feminine is I, I created the space and then he created the Action. action. So I said, honey, it's all going to fall into line perfectly and yeah. magically. Yeah. What we need is going to happen. And then it was like, okay, then he could say, oh, well, maybe we need to contact this person to get this. And then, of course, we got it. You know, it was... It, it was gave the space for ideas to come through. For yeah. that balance of like, of the, of, for me, it's really a lot of the masculine and feminine. I, I have a lot of this, like you were talking about, this stuff coming in a very defensive very protective thing around me and I'm learning as I'm finding and as I'm finding my joyful voice I'm learning that I can do those things I can do everything and I can also choose to allow my husband and the people around me to do things too mm -hmm. and to take care of me mm -hmm. like that I'll tell you, when I was younger, because of the way my parents, you know, what yeah. I assumed, I was like, no, no, no. 
no man's going to take I'm taking care of me, you know. Well, I think that's a normal thing, particularly yeah. in our generation, because yeah. we went through times, I mean, my mother got divorced, and there was no child support, and she was with kids and had to mm. take care of her, too, you know, but, you know, we've, we grew up having to sort of deal in that way sometimes, where you just feel like, okay, and, and a desire to really be loved and seen for yourself, right? So mm-hmm. not all these other things. We Look, we all survive in different ways, no matter how it is, how it looks. We're all, right. you know, figuring it out as, as we go. And it, it, what we were talking about earlier, too, is it comes back to love. So more mm-hmm. love for ourselves, more love for our parents and that they did their best. And love for the people around us but mainly it really starts with loving ourselves and taking the time to to take care of ourselves it's so funny because (laughs) I know my husband said this to you before we started but like this morning I saw a quote that you posted yeah um every situation in your life is teaching you how to love yeah and I just heard it and I was like that is the perfect quote for Kelly because you literally exude love I you you exude massive love can you please tell us your secret secret. (laughs) tell us the secret I wish I knew tell us the secret (laughs) the secret is well there's that great book called the secret Mm. interesting Mm -hmm. and it's a great book it is a a secret it's not a secret anymore because I think it's a bestseller (laughs) but it's I I really do think it's about going back to to appreciating Mm. the more we appreciate and love and I've, I mean, I've gone, you know, I'm just as, probably as hard as on myself as everyone is. You know, we're our own critic and this and that. But I do believe the only thing that really makes sense is love. Yeah. It's just the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Diff- yeah. And, you know, sometimes I'll post quotes about love and also people say, well, in my relation, you know, but why am I not with a, you know, relation? Mm. Because that's not the love that I'm talking about always. The love... No. It's, it's an energy of love. It's blessing people. It's instead of judging them, bless them, you know, mm-hmm. because not for them, for you. Oh, yes. <laughs> because you'll be more radiant. You will, you will radiate love, which will attract everything that you want in your life. Well, as I judge others, so, I judge myself. Right. And Much so, more harshly. <laughs> right. So the more yeah. we can bless everyone mm-hmm. not just when they sneeze mm-hmm. bless everyone <laughs> all day long you know bless the taxi driver bless the guy the girl at the grocery store the doorman when you're going in and out you know just that's the it's an energy it's a vibration of love mm-hmm. and certainly we come in and out of it you know but when i when i'm confused or i'm worried or i'm stressed because i've gotten into my thinking mind about things or worried you know mm-hmm. from, which is or I'm not appreciating things or ingratitude, which is all that it is. The minute right. you're out of that, yeah, it's 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 the only thing, yeah, that works. I love it. It's so simple. <laughs> it's so simple, so simple yet <laughs> not always that easy. Yeah. Um. So, so can we tell us a little bit about so you gossip girl when okay. you got Lily, mm. and at the same time you became mother. Am mm-hmm. I correct? Mm-hmm. How was that like? How was that whole... It was super empowering because I think becoming a mother is incredibly empowering. And, um, I mean, it's exhausting and, and right. a lot of other things too, but it's, it's an empowering thing to, mm-hmm. to give birth and to, to know that you 
that there's this child in the world is such a beautiful, in, in a beautiful way, empowering, you know? Yeah. So, and it puts a lot in perspective really fast. I used to do a lot of homework on my scenes before I'd go to work. And then I was like, nope, I was up breastfeeding. I've had three hours <laughs> sleep and I'm learning my lines as we go today. So please run them with me a I lot. I love it. Put some more eye drops in, you know, and we're going to figure this out. And sometimes the best work is done that way, right? Sure. Because you're just there. Well, you're just Lily so was present. a badass. So I don't know She's if that maybe, you character. know, she was a great character. So yeah. I'm sure you brought that in. Well, she, you know, she was written that way. But also, I just felt that there hadn't been a real matriarch character. Mm-hmm. And, or as a mother, right? right. Just, and so, and to me, that's what I would you know, it's, it was so, God, so many things. It was so many things and going into that character, uh, partly just my mother and her friends growing up and partly what is a matriarch and what does that mean to me and mm-hmm. who is that woman today mm-hmm. and who is that as a mother, who is that in her relationships on and on. I'm like, I forget we're on camera, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like we're doing a podcast today. We're filming this, I and we're both like, like brushing our noses, <laughs> like slouching down. There's the camera there, and here I am. Um, so, it's all good. Right, it's all good. So, but yeah, but, you know, characters are opportunities to be the parts of ourselves that maybe we can't express every day, all mm-hmm. day, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the artist way where you say, okay, there's so many different aspects to all of us. How do I get all of those aspects fulfilled? And how do I incorporate those aspects? How do I weave that into my life? You know, um, that's the magic carpet ride right there. Is mm-hmm. How do I create a carpet that, ha- you know, a weave that has ev- all these magical threads of what, of who I am, and mm-hmm. it, it comes in through like we, so many people are talking about ancestral stuff now, mm-hmm. right? It's, it comes mm-hmm. from your DNA, it comes from your life experiences, it comes from your hopes and dreams that are completely separate from your family and your ancestors that you're supposed to carry on. It's listening, um, all the learning that we do, all the evolving that we do. Right. It, it look, it all comes back to magic at the end oh, of Oh, yes. It does. It does. It is, because, yeah. and it's simple. It's asking. How often do we take the time? Yeah. We worry. We stress. We demand. We blah, 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 for hours about stuff. Yeah. And really, how often do we just get quiet and say, could I please have an improvement in my health? Right. Or can I please show me the way to do this? This is my desire. How do I get there? Would you please show me the way and help guide me? What do I need to do here? You know, um, and it's it's not really like out there magic. Like when I say magic and unicorns and all that, it really <laughs> works magic. So it's so simple. Somebody was just telling me recently um, what I found it very profound she said, if you start asking, and for her it was asking your ancestors, asking God for, for direction, you will get the direction. If you forget to ask, then ancestors or God will send people to give you the mm. message. And so she's like, why don't you just go the direct line? Yes. And I was like, I mean, I had chills. I was like, wow. 
And there is a direct line. There is a direct line. But this year, I have been blessed with so many people that have come to me with mm. these messages. Mm -hmm. And now I'm ready to go for the direct line. Like, I've been sort of doing the direct line, but now I'm kind of really like, okay, yeah. I see the magic. Anyway, I found it, I'm still kind of absorbing it, so maybe you can help me with it. Like, when she said it, it really hit me. Like, I was like, wow, okay. And I still have to process through it, but I thought it was kind of a beautiful, a beautiful thought. It is, you know. Well, there's, there's, you know, the matrix, right? We're in this sort of, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I was even, I mean, thinking during the holidays, I was thinking, you know, here we are, we have this holiday at the end of the year, and then we have another holiday, and then they take that away, and we have another holiday. We're even so holiday programmed, and so holiday, we're so nose to this, we just go along, mm -hmm. even when we think we're not going along. Absolutely. There's so much that we don't, we don't question, our, we don't question the ordinary. Right. Um, right. And how we're so guided by the economy or by these holidays or by what we're told how we're supposed to be in our particular culture or society or tradition. You know, it's just there's so much stuff. That's the reason getting quiet. That's the reason mm. lighting the candle is so important because our own guidance and our the, the line, the connection to source or God or whatever you want to call the, the infinite intelligence um, that is it's so simple but it if if everyone did that the world would not be able to exist as it is and as we see it today absolutely so and mm. what we're seeing today uh, is caused by collective thought guided collective thought so if we can have a new guided collective thought and envision something different, we can create that for sure. And it starts with our own life, right? So it starts mm -hmm. with our own um, day, right. whatever it is. Just less explaining, talking, defending, demanding, and more getting quiet, writing, getting more specific, more purposeful, mm -hmm. more kind, loving, soft. Yeah. Right, all these things, and yeah. taking really taking care of ourselves because we don't have anything to offer anyone unless we're doing this. <laughs> no, no, that's really absolutely I mean, the we, truth. We're all over talked. Well, I just treat cha everything. I create chaos. That's I mean that's if I'm walking into a room, I'm either creating love, or I'm creating chaos. Mm. For there really is no in between for me because mm. I I tend to affect the room. Like I haven't you know I just do stuff. You know I'm I'm also a doer. You know so um, it's something I've thought about. You know I go into a space and things aren't working out, something I've realized recently, aren't working out the way I, I like, and I don't feel like this person is, is, you know, jiving with me and this and that, and it's just recently that I realized, yeah, honey, so just change the story, change what's going on. You're affecting, you're, this is your story, mm -hmm. you know, and it's exactly what I'm hearing you say, it's about stopping and getting conscious, and for me, it's been about getting clear, mm -hmm. really clear, 
Um, and when I get into that space, then, like we said before, miraculously, relationships that didn't work all of a sudden start to work better. Mm -hmm. I feel energetically people around me that I used to think didn't like me are drawn to me. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so simple, and yet, you know, for a long time, I was unaware, you know, so that's okay. I was evolving into understanding it now, and there's definitely moments where I still, like, I'm not on this, I'm not always aware of this, you know? I right. get it, sometimes it comes to me after. Well, we've had years of programming in yeah. a very different way. Yeah. So it takes a minute, right? Right, yeah. And to be kind to ourselves and say. Exactly. The fact yes. that I have a desire to do this and, and I'm doing my best each day to do it is, is the greatest thing ever. Because if we can manage our energy and um, stay alkaline and manage our energy and, and all, in every in as many ways as we can and do things that create more love and loving energy I mean things do change yeah because like everyone's had their 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 life and those people that sometimes we think oh they don't like us or this or that they're responding to their own sure. survival instincts of and course. what they've had to survive in their life. And then there, then you realize there's compassion. I mean, when my kids say, oh, there's this kid at school and he's always hitting everybody. And I said, well, you know, he may have an older brother that hits him. Or he well, may very have, likely. <laughs> very likely. Or he may have yeah. parents that are fighting at home and he doesn't know what else to do. And wouldn't yeah. you feel kind of bad giving him a hard time if that's what he was already suffering? Because, you know, people aren't mean to people that aren't already, you know, they're mean because they've suffered. Yeah. Or somebody has not been nice to them. So not that that's an excuse, but it does give you perspective and compassion for, for you know, you can always have compassion. Yeah. Doesn't mean you have to allow people to. It's not about letting someone abuse you or. But, it, but it, for me, compassion is different. Like compassion yeah. is the perspective you have that you don't need to feed. The hurt. Right. Right. You know, you don't have to feed the hurt. You don't have to allow the hurt to necessarily damage you. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to feed the hurt in order to defend yourself because it's, it's already a very weak it's vibration. Just it's just awareness. It's just it's all yeah. of it's just awareness. Yeah. So during this time, becoming a mother, this amazing, iconic role in Gossip Girl, you also filed for divorce. Yeah. Yeah. And then proceeded to inspire <laughs> publicly people <laughs> by the grace with which you... Oh, I don't know how great that is. Oh, yes. Oh. Managed through something pretty intense. Yeah. Can didn't feel graceful. Well, no. <laughs> I'm sure it didn't feel but graceful. Yes. <laughs> feel graceful. But yes. Um, I just have so much love for children. Hmm. So much love for children. And so much love for um, my children, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like, you know, when you have your heart broken in any way in life, it takes time to heal. It takes time. And, you know, I wish, I, I learned a lot. I learned a whole lot. I made mistakes and I, I listened to a lot of different people with a lot of different advice. And I was, you know, I panicked at moments. It was a really, because I didn't know this type of thing could happen. You know, I think when you're, when you're in a new situation where you just, sort of the unimaginable is happening and you think, I, I, I don't, you, you don't know how to respond. Hmm. So it, 
for me, I mean, I, a lot of what came out of it, the grace for me that came out of it was, was learning a different way of being, really, to survive. Mm -hmm. And to realize that on, and also perspective that, okay, this is absolutely crazy in my world, what's going on here. And yet people, I mean, are dealing with so many other crazy things too in the world. How do we deal with anything, right? So mm -hmm. I have my thing, you have your, everyone has their version of something in their life, whatever it is that right. feels out of control, feels um, unjust. Right. And, um, and there's, there's anytime there's, you know, any children suffering or whatever, mm -hmm, you know, so mm -hmm. how do you turn all of this and really, and especially when you're in love, you're also in love. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, it's, it's how, you know, the relationship dynamic of being in love with someone and thinking, oh my gosh, this, I really went into this believing this was, was something. And, um, so you, you know, you give yourself a hard time, you know, you, mm -hmm. you feel out of control. And again, you listen to people that really know a lot less than you do, right. even though you're paying them a lot of money. Because the truth is, you know, in your, it, it really, you learn to trust yourself. Because when you listen to other people, sometimes you make mistakes too. Mm. And, um, mm. You know, you, you, a lot of what helped me was reading like Abraham Hicks and The mm -hmm. Secret and how do you, a lot of it was, if I had managed all of the chaos with meditate, getting quiet, mm. which is the opposite thing you want to do. Right. It's the opposite thing you want to do. Well, you're in you fight or flight know. You're I mean, in at that like point. It's, yeah. You know, yeah. when you're in survival mode on any level, whatever yeah. that is, yeah. you know, and what, what I got was, oh, you know, this letting go, this idea of letting go and a meditation or prayer or asking or, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to be next to someone to, to be next to someone mm -hmm. energetically. You can send your energy mm -hmm. to people. Mm -hmm. And this is, there's so many of these things that we would think would be kooky or you talk about that are kind of new agey or whatever, but they're not new agey. They're old agey. Right. <laughs> old sagey. Right. Yeah. They're old sagey. Yeah. Is what they they're are. They're forgotten new things that they're are coming back. Right. Which is, which is energy and vibration, all these, these words that we're using now, which are, I'm sure have been used for a long time. Mm. How do you manage your energy in situations? It's like, you know, what they say when you're driving a car and the tire pop, you know, your first instinct is to drive. Mm. They say drive into the, 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 the opposite direction you would drive into. What is it? I don't know. How, what is that when you're you driving? Do, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, you know, I live in New York City no, and I never drive, drive anymore. Like, I don't know. I have to do a taxi driver. But if I understand you, the opposite of what you no, should but do. No, but what it is, like, you're supposed to turn into the, the thing. I don't know. People listening will know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, about, you guys will no, know. I am not articulating it beautifully. But it's almost like sometimes when you get... You know, you almost have to have an opposite reaction. When you get yes. depressed, don't listen to depressed music. Listen to upbeat music. Keep your energy up. You know, it's the same Absolutely. with, you know, all these things. Even though people are saying, oh, this is, uh, you have to keep your energy up. And 
There was a great woman healer that I went to, Seva Simran Khalsa, Khalsa Sikh lady in LA, hmm. when this was all going on, and she just saw it. She was like, oh. And she so wisely said, what I want you to do, if you can, is just visualize your kids being happy and healthy, hmm. and them with you, and this and that, and everything working out beautifully. And had I probably spent more time doing that instead of being in survival mode, which I did do a lot of it, and that's probably I know you how did. I got through. Oh, yeah. But and even just visualizing all day how you want it to be, not mm -hmm. how it is. Mm -hmm. how it, you know, There's, there's mm -hmm. the how it is, and you can go over and over and over. It's like the computer. There's that thing yep. spinning, and you can just keep spinning. Or you can, even when you feel you have no power or no strength or no control what you the control that you do have is your own creative mind and your own feeling body so to visualize things working out and send sending good energy the way to where it needs to go mm -hmm. is, is i mean a mother sending energy to a child is very powerful no matter where they are at any time in the day right. and the minute you know even turning any worry into that okay so there's a worry how do I turn that into an affirmation either spoken to to my children and or energetically sending them a certain mm -hmm. energy and even to the courts to to you know your ex-husband you're this you're that and it doesn't work all day, every day. Right. But if you're getting there and you're doing that more and more, and I realize in every aspect of our lives we can do that, and it's yeah. not something we're necessarily taught, and ha it's important to teach that. Yes. Because it's more powerful than the alternative, and the alternative Absolutely. is not good. So whether it's healing, or what is that? And there's a movie that's up for an Oscar this year about the Chinese, I think it's the, Chi the Chinese family who... Um, won't tell the grandmother she's dying, and it's a tradition. Okay. So the grandmother's dying, she has cancer, and they all have to, to and they, the doctor even says, oh, no, no, you're fine, the results are fine, even though she has like six months left, she's like. Right. And so they all act like nothing's wrong, and they don't tell her that she has this thing. Yeah. And, you know, she coughs every once in a while, and everyone goes, oh, right. and the, you know, and everyone's in tears because they're trying to keep it together because they know they may lose, the, and everything becomes very precious. Right. And every minute with her becomes, and people do the extraordinary things they wouldn't normally do because they know she may. Well, in the story, and it's based on a true story, that woman's still alive. I could guess the ending. <laughs> I could guess. I, I didn't want to say it while so you were talking, really, but I was like, it's of not course. denial of her course. say, of but course. it is a certain level of saying, you know what? Yeah. The minute we hear we have something or something negative, we Absolutely. take it on. Absolutely. Right? So if you don't sort of allow it into your energy field mm -hmm. and you don't label it and associate it and go down that road, I'm not saying it's the cure for everything, but it certainly is an interesting, the other way, we know the results. Exactly. Therefore, why not try something different, which is yeah. let's just not and if you don't know yeah. your body and your cells don't go into believing it and knowing Absolutely. it it's like my, that great thing about the bear in the woods you know when you're out camping there could be a you think there's a bear outside of your tent well whether there is a bear or there isn't a bear your body reacts the same way Abs yeah it doesn't know that it doesn't know <laughs> it the still difference reacts it doesn't as if know there's the a bear and you can kind of go okay there's no bear i just heard a little cry. well it's the same thing i think with with healing ourselves mm -hmm. or our ability to say, okay, we'll believe it until it is real, or we will 
not, we're not going to go there. Well, it's, it's a funny thing you mentioned that because there's this, I listened to this, I remember a testimonial from this woman and it was a public thing and she, it was so, it was definitely factual and she had terminal cancer and she decided, she wrote on a piece of paper a date and she said, I'm healed. And she said, everything I did from that moment on, every word I said, every thought I had, no matter how horrible I felt, yeah. I said, I'm healed. Somebody asked me, I'd say, I'm healed. Yeah. And guess what? Three months later, the cancer was completely gone. Yeah. And I, I remember hearing that and being as, as astounded as I was, I also knew it was truth. Like mm -hmm. I was like, that is absolutely, like you said, the truth about everything in my life. So it's funny because, you know, as I'm walking in this, it, it, I think about this when people ask you how you are, you know, if I'm tired and I'm not doing well, you know, I don't want to be like fakey Fakerson walking around being like, I'm great all the time. But at the same time, I'm like, well, what's going to benefit my well-being? Is sitting and telling them how horrible everything is and my sob story, is that going to help me? No, you're going to attract more of it. I'm going to attract more of it. So really, at this point, I don't care. Like, and then I'm they're like, going to start talking about their stuff that's all bad, too. Yeah. And then you're all going to be yeah. in it together. It's so, so I've kind of given up caring. Like, if yeah. I look like a fakey fakerson, I don't really right, care. Right, like, now right. I'm just like, you know what? No matter what's going on, I'm doing great. How are you? Right, right. You know, and that is different. It, it doesn't feed life into right. the things I don't want. Yep. It feeds life into the things I want and That's shifts me. That's where your choice is. You That's know. where your power is. Absolutely. So going back to it, you are an amazing mother. Aww. I know this for a fact. And Thank I can you. hear that the, the experiences of the last what, 10, 13 years yeah. that has had a big impact on you as a mother. Yeah. Your voice as a mother, the way you are. You've spoken a little bit about that. Is there anything else you wanted to share on that topic? Because I... I know you, your children like are so lucky. Oh, I mean, thank you. yeah. I'm lucky. I'm lucky. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, lucky they there. chose me. I always tell them, I'm just just so flattered you chose me to be your mom in this lifetime, and mm. and how can I be the best mom for you? You know, and it's um, you know, it's just love. My kids know that I love them. And, mm. you know, I think we, I always knew I was loved growing up, no matter what was going on. My mother, I always knew my mother loved me. And I think love and affection and all of that's very healing. And it's also empowering to say, you know, I tell my kids, look, all of this is your Jedi training. We mm -hmm. all have our Jedi training. I had mine with my family. You have yours with your family. We all have, um, it, it's again how do you reframe it so that you realize that it's empowering it's an empowering situation I mean they're going to be able to deal with so many things in their life in such a powerful way right. and have such a different perspective and it's and again it's you can look at the negative and look at the bad and toot your horn to that or you can look at the good and the upsides of things and toot your horn to that and you're going to have two very different feelings going through your body all day you're going to carry around two very different energies, and you're going to have two very different results. Mm -hmm. So all day, that's what we're choosing. Right. All day long with thoughts we're thinking, and I know this has been said a million times, but it's true. With all, with everything all day, we think, 
we're trying to control the things we can't control, and we're not controlling what we can control. <laughs> right. So if we can just skip that, if we can right. stop trying to control everyone else right. and the world and our ex-husbands and our children and our this and our that and our work, and our, if we can stop trying to control all of that mm -hmm. and just harmonize our energy and get mm -hmm. into a place of being able to receive the good, Right. Just being even able to allow it in. We're so much sometimes in resistance and mm -hmm. all this stuff to everything. Instead, just what I can control is that when my children look at me, I'm happy and mm -hmm. that I love them and I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. And that I say to them, what would be the best thing in the world, the best gift you could give me as a mother is that you feel good mm. and that you're doing well and the best gift i know i can give you as a mother is to do the same mm -hmm. so how you know you do what you need to do i'll do what i need to do and we'll be there to support each other because we'll be strong enough to be there mm. to support each other mm -hmm. if we're all a mess there's nothing anybody can do right and that's yeah. no different than your relationship with your partner in life you know to expect them to be you know, the best thing we, the best gift we can give someone is to be happy ourselves. Right. Because that's the reflection they're getting back is somebody that knows what they want, takes right. care of themselves, loves themselves, was a very clear uh, communicator of their needs in a loving way. Right. Um, and, a pr and being able to appreciate the person sitting across from you. Right. All the beauty. Hmm is there right it's all right there everything is right. in front of you all the beauty and we're we're distracted by nonsense well it's funny Complete because nonsense <laughs> the next thing i was gonna i was going to ask you was you know what do you think are the myths around coying into your own and finding your voice and you're answering it already basically you well, know by what your inner saying. voice it's not even yeah. that, I mean, we all have a voice right right but if you don't have your voice. inner voice well, first that's it. Yeah. There is, you know right. it's really but finding your those myths about yeah. that I mean I hear you answering it already like that it's kind of counterintuitive in a sense you know you think that if I am in my power and I'm that the guy is going to run away or this is going to happen and in fact it's the opposite mm. it's it's really not that hope scary. he runs away if he's going well, to run away you know the, what I'm the wrong saying? one like is going to run away the one that's meant to be with you is going to mm. stay but it's often the opposite i mean i don't know if you can speak to that just i'm always wondering you know uh the question of it seems so scary sometimes you know you to listen to that voice there's that voice we all have it sometimes we tune it out um, sometimes we're not even aware because we're, because we we're raised to listen to everybody. Everybody else. At school we're raised. Right. Our, we listen to the babysitter, listen to the parents, listen to the older people, listen to your grandparents. Right. You know, instead of saying listen to yourself is what we should be telling our right. children. Well, what is what is your inner guidance system tell you? What is your intuition telling you? What do you what do you right. believe to be true for you? These are the conversations to have with your right. children. Right. What but do it, you, yeah. what do you believe I should do? Right. Well, and I love every time because I ask you true. something, you always write, I love it the last time I told my husband, I asked you a question about something and you wrote back, 
well, what do you think you should do? And I was like, this is a Well, this you is know the better than I, I do. I but mean, I, I know. love that. It's I love true. that. But, but it's, it's true. You're right. It's true. I mean, it's nice to have someone to bounce things off of. Sure. I mean, that's a difference, right? And hopefully yeah. that person's saying, well, what would make you feel <laughs> exactly. really good? And what, 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 you know, what do you want to do? What would be the most fun? Right. Really, because right. that's that's what a good friend will, or coach or whatever lover will will say is, well, what would make you just light up, so happy, be so happy? Right. You know, that's it. And the same with our kids. What 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 do you want to do? How can I support it in a way that's you know age appropriate for you? Right. You know. So, you know, as I've been developing the this podcast, I've had the same question keep coming up okay. a lot. And it's, I feel like, or maybe it's my intuition is telling me that there needs to be a shift. I want to shift. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. What do I do first? How do I do this? This feeling of being really overwhelmed with sure. what's the first thing I can do. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you have, if someone asked you that question, what would you say to them? Because I always, I'm thinking and kind of like contemplating what, what, what is the best thing to guide them to themselves in that, to answer that question. Huh. Well, <laughs> anything new is overwhelming, if, right. particularly if you don't know about it, right? right. Anything is going to be overwhelming. Right. So, you, you know, you figure it out as you go and you, you visualize as much of it as you can that feels good. The, the idea mm-hmm. is to think about something as long as it feels good. And mm-hmm. then the minute it doesn't feel good anymore, turn your attention to something else and think about it for as long as it feels good. Right. And then go back to that other thing. Mm-hmm. It's creative play, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens is we think about this idea, oh, I'm going to start a business. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I got this. I got this. Da, da, da. And then all of a sudden you start going, okay, but then I need to find out who this is, and I don't know how to do this, and I don't know how to do that. And you go down this road of just like, so you ah, never do it because you don't right. know how to do all this stuff. Right. Instead of, that's what's so great about kids, and I think kids should, <laughs> should run the world. <laughs> I'm for like child labor. That's not what I'm saying. But I do think that kids should be asked and supported and creative endeavors earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. businesses mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be businesses like we know businesses but that they learn because there's they we, we wait so long to explore uh, these things and then as adults we feel like we're if we don't know everything that's bad mm-hmm. it's bad not to know everything mm-hmm. we don't ask questions anymore because we should know that we're an adult there's so many things I have no idea I mean I'm an actress I, I sit with my friends that have real jobs <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like like corporate jobs. I don't mean real. Do- I have a real job, but you know, like I'm like, well, what is it like to do that? To manage all those people, or to to have you know board meetings, or to mm-hmm. to do what they do all day. It's fascinating mm-hmm. to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know what I do and, and how it works. Just like it's fascinating to other people, you know, how does that work? What's it like being on a set? What's it like to, you know, I'm the same with other people and their jobs and what they do and their abilities. But yeah. think about it until it's fun and make lists. Mm. And again, do until it's fun. Make the calls you want to make today. So let's say you think, okay, what do I need? What would be fun to learn about here? I need to figure out if I want to make dresses like manufacturers and labels and all. The, and just do the part that's fun for that day. Hmm. So it's like a little, I think it's a lot of it is just, we don't have to have every answer to everything today. That's great advice. The stuff that's fun, do, do that. Do get up in the morning yeah. and say, what part of this mm-hmm. would be fun for mm-hmm. me today? Mm-hmm. Period. And what can I do that's fun today? 
Right. What can I do? Can I do something that's, what can I do for myself that's nice today? Right. Whatever it is. Right. You know, and then you'll find that like every day of your life becomes kind of fun. I mean, you are an adult. You're allowed to do what you, know, allowed you can to have, have a cookie fun. for lunch. <laughs> exactly. You could go to bed what time you want to go to bed. You can and buy there's, yourself you know, stuff. There's some fun stuff about being an adult. Yes. There is. Oh, yes. You can start a business and your parents aren't <laughs> going to tell you and you can't do it. Or you can do this. You can. Yeah. So it's, it's into the play. A lot of it is the play. And right. I'm guilty. Of, I mean, I need to play more. I, t- I tend to be a bit serious. I can get serious about things, so I, w- I won't start doing that. Or you don't right. want to, you know, you're, even as an actor, as, as a woman, you know, you're seen in a certain light mm-hmm. or certain characters mm-hmm. or certain ways. So you're like, well, if I do that, everyone's going to, that's really off-brand for Kelly because mm. that's so not her, right? Right. When there's so many sides to myself that I, you know, that uh-huh. I have that maybe I go, well, God, if I... Yeah, if I put that dirty joke on there, it's not going to go with my <laughs> inspirational quote. But I do laugh at dirty jokes. I know. And I laugh I, mostly on Lisa Renna's page. Like she's doing, like she, you know, like my friends that do stuff that's a little more provocative and fun. I'm like, oh, that looks like fun. But oh my, they people would think they came to the wrong Instagram feed. I'd be like, wow. Kelly dancing on tables after having like oh I want that it would just be like you know what I mean I want that what so it's a lot of it is sort of our sort of we stay within the range of what we're seen and known as right and sort of okay that doesn't mean you have to go over here and be completely crazy or do this or do that and maybe that's not even comfortable to you like I've never enjoyed going out and like partying and being in large crowds and like everyone right. doing. So, I mean, not that I haven't gone out and done that when I was young and thought, okay, but it never felt comfortable to me. I'd right. much rather be at home puttering. Right. You know, or be with a couple of friends and do my thing. I have been social. My work is social. I'm, you know, I enjoy certain social gatherings, but it's right. not my, like my brother loves music. He'll go to every concert, stay up so late, be in a crowd, and he loves it. Mm-hmm. He thrives on it. You know, he he's a musician. His hours are completely the opposite of mine, mm. you know. So we we learn. I don't even know what your question was. Now I went off. I don't know, but that was awesome. I, I loved the I answer. Went. I went to like uh, it was great. Some other thing. It was fantastic. Oh, I loved fun. it. Okay. Learned, I learned a little bit more about you, oh, which always makes girl. me happy. Yeah, but it's fun. That's what <laughs> I, I mean, still though. want but the it, dancing but table it's video. About, it's about boundaries. No, but it is. It's about yeah. expanding our idea of even how our parents. You know, we grew up and our parents see a certain way, or we grew up in a certain area. It's these things are all just. We're much more fluid than that. Well, I, I, what I'm getting also from it is, you know, one of the reasons I think that I don't always pick the, the thing that my intuition says to do is, is the, the fear of the look of others on mm, me. Sure. So letting that go, it's, it's, it's a work. It's, it's like it takes time. And, but letting it go, it's been, it, the results have been, again, counterintuitive. Because what I found is that there's certain people that have come to me after and said, how did you do that? Yeah. Like they see me change and they're like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very different than what I expected. There's always going to be the people who are triggered by it or can't, it's not re- they're not ready for it, and that's okay. Yeah. But you help people yeah. when you do those sh- little well, shifts you all expand, the time. Well, you create space yeah. for people. So, yeah. And you're expanding and yeah. doing all these wonderful yeah. things that you're doing. Yeah. You're leaving space for other people to yeah. do it. And it's such a, a beautiful thing. 
Yeah, and that who we are just keeps evolving and changing. It is. It's supposed to evolve and change. It's not a stagnant, like, kind of sit nothing, there and nothing be is, you that. know. Everything's a living, even relationships, you know, yeah. with, with people. We're always growing and changing and expanding and yeah. hopefully it's the idea. Oh my the, goodness! The planets are. The universe is. It's just sort of. I feel like we could have we could have continued with like a four hour epic podcast, ah! but I think that people maybe we we'll just do. have to do. We'll do another we, one. We, you and I are always talking about <laughs> these things. Well, we'll do another one we in the future. We need to do a coffee thing, like uh, just, yeah. uh, just like a coffee a co- talk. Yeah. I love it. Um, it's a good idea. Um, so, can you tell us about your newest projects? That you're oh doing gosh, your I plans. Don't even know. Like, what, what have you been doing? doing? I don't. You were don't make pretty a lot little, of plans. Pretty little liars. Yeah, Can you tell I've been us working. I've been working. Work. I work. I go to, and then I see my kids in Europe. I just got back from Europe for was there for two and a half oh. months with my kids, and so now I'll go to LA for pilot season, which I haven't done since Gossip Girl. So that'll be really Whoa. fun. I know, and I'm actually for the first time, funny, I'm really excited about it. The other times, like, oh, I don't know, and I'm really excited about it. So I'm going to be in LA a little bit, and I can uh-huh. connect with all my. You know, I grew up there, so it's yeah. so nice to go back, and I'm not there that often. So um, I'm really excited about that and eating some Mexican food. Oh, Mexican and, food. Um, oh, Good Mexican I know, food. Going to all my, my places I love in a city. Like I, The nice thing about living between different places is that, you know, you're excited to go back to the other place because yeah. you go to all your favorite spots and do all that. Well, it's perfect for so, you because you just explained that when you were younger, that's something yeah. you always wanted to do. And look it's at you. You've, to me. you've created yeah. that life. Yeah. I mean, for to a certain extent, you get to do all these different places. It's and, made it easier. And, yeah, and see different people and experience different things. Yeah. It's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom and your life with me and with everyone who's listening. Thanks for having me. You're always an inspiration to me. Ditto. Yeah. Ditto. Mm -hmm. I love that you're doing this. Thank you. And that your nice hubby put all this electronic yeah, stuff Yeah, shout out. Woo, woo to Thank my tech, tech, techie <laughs> hubby who's like, because we were talking about this also accepting, you know, who I am. I had this great idea of talking and with my friends about beautiful things and uh, the whole technical side. I was like, Ugh. But see, look, you're talking about you don't know how to do everything. Like a lot of okay. people think, God, I'd love to do a podcast, but they don't know. Like you said, that I've even thought that. Yep. Well, who do I get to film it? And who do I get to do this? Not that, you know, we all can't pick up the phone. Right. But look at you and look at your yeah. your husband and how he showed up the minute you said you wanted to do it. Right. A lot of it's voicing it. Yes. It's just saying what we want to do. Absolutely. And then allowing the, the, the things to show up, and they do. They always do. Like you said, you wanted to do this, and look, he said, oh, I can do that. I can work yeah. the camera and the, this, all the things yeah. that you don't necessarily know how to do. Oh, yeah. He knows how to do. I don't really want to do at this point. Yeah. Maybe at one point I'll want to it's, do it. It's but, you great, know. though. You yeah. know, there are people that that's why we all have different interests, because then we can all support each other. God, we all don't want to do the same oh, thing. Oh, yeah. That would be so boring. Yeah, but we each have, you know, and somebody that has their interest, it, it's really just stating, you know, I'm doing this. I'm doing a podcast. Yes. And people, oh, really? Well, then, da, 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 da. And everyone shows up. Well, thank you again, oh, and I hope you. you have a wonderful trip in L.A. and a wonderful pilot season, as I yeah, said. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like fun. It is fun. It does sound like fun. It's fun. All right, well, until we speak again. Yes. Thank you. I love you. I love you. <laughs>